Hi, hello and welcome to Youth Updates, a regular drop of info to help keep you in the know when it comes to youth culture. Yes, it is time for another Youth Updates and as always you are joined by myself, my name is Beth and this is the voice you are hearing now and also Hannah, this is the Brummy voice you're hearing now. Ooh, I've got a little... I was say meze of accents, but there's just two. Just two. Is that a meze? It's just a collaboration, really. Collaboration, yeah. But, nice. Yeah. But anyway, we have got another three topics to look at with you guys today. And of course, everyone's favourite word of the month. Yeah, everyone's favourite, definitely. So we're going to kick off with our first topic, and that is that the most searched word on Spotify for Gen Z is the word sad. Yes, it is. Let's take a moment to pause for sadness. Okay. <sighs> Very, sad. Very sad. Very yeah. Um, sad. Yeah, they love to listen to a good, sad song. So Lana Del Rey, Billie Eilish are some uh, examples of artists that have kind of, they've got the sad vibe down. Mm. Uh, so maybe go and give those a listen if you haven't heard them before. Even a little bit of like Adele and Taylor Swift and that. They mm. often have bit some sad vibes. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of T-Swiss. A little, little bit, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But I know I was reading something about this as well, where um, experts were saying that maybe one of the reasons as well that sad music is so popular is because it's um, quite relaxing and chilled out as well because it's often slow paced. Mm. Um, and so it's good to listen to when you just want to like chill out. But also it tends to be quite melodic. Um, and like, yeah, the melodies are often stronger in sad songs. Um, but also experts were saying that they think it fits with Gen Z or Z, if you're American. Um, it fits with their traits of being quite reflective as a generation and in tune with their emotions. And also the fact they're quite like empathic and their surroundings often reflect how they feel. But mm. they've also said it's not necessarily something to worry about and it could just be a healthy way to deal with emotion. But still interesting that that's the main thing they search for in music. Is yeah, sad. is really interesting. And like, that probably is because they're feeling some sort of connection with mm. those songs in, in some sort yeah, of way. So, yeah. you know, great if that helps them kind of deal with that. But obviously there is that like kind of sad feeling mm -hmm. to begin with, isn't there? And um, this matched up a little bit with uh, a Guardian article that I saw. Uh, it was released in September, so a couple of months ago. Um, and it was about a study done by Girl Guiding. So that's like a group mm. here in the UK. Um, and it said nine in 10 seven to 21 year olds feel worried or anxious and only 17 percent of the people that they spoke to of the young people that they spoke to feel very happy so there's yeah not too mm. much happiness going around it said um and also that the trend was generally kind of moving downwards this was um since 2009 and uh, in the survey of 2614 girls and young women Many described how negative feelings about body image, problems online, and shrieking, shriek, shrinking. It's all right, you got there eventually. Yeah, I got there eventually. <laughs> shrinking aspirations were eroding their well-being. Was the language used in Ooh. the article? Yeah. So some of the causes of that, yeah, are just kind of interesting to note yeah. as well that that kind of happiness on the on the decline, which yeah, again, sad. I think it's really interesting, isn't it? And I think also. 
I mean, we'll not be able to unpack this now in this podcast because I don't think we have the level of knowledge and research to. But I think what's interesting for me as well when I think about happiness is because obviously happiness and sadness are also slightly different to say having a positive or negative mental well-being yeah because mentally you can be in like a pretty solid place Mm -hmm. but you may not be happy just because life is difficult do you know what I mean yeah it's about how you it's not about the emotions that you feel because you kind of just naturally feel those it's about how you process them and how you deal with them and so it'd be interesting to like know if there's been any almost cross studies done between happiness Mm. and yeah absolutely well-being if you know of any get in touch with us and let us know so yeah we'll move on to another topic which will be slightly less about sadness yes not so much about sadness (laughs) yes we're looking at a digital world piece next and we're looking at esports and what esports are because it's a fairly niche thing and not everyone knows what esports are so please tell us beth what are esports well it stands for electronic sports so essentially think um video gaming but competitions Mm -hmm. it's made competitive so esports is essentially gaming competitions um and there are loads of official bodies who kind of oversee these competitions as well and but there are certain genres of game that are associated more with esports so they're often sort of multiplayer um online battle arena type games or first person shooter games fighting ones battle royale Mm. um lots of the ones where there's naturally a winner Mm. naturally an outcome what's a battle royale beth sorry put you on the spot there lots of people fighting it out essentially yeah. i think it's like, <laughs> it's like to the to the last person isn't yeah. it like loads of people fighting it out to the last one i guess if you're aware of the film the hunger games from many years ago think mm. kind of like lots of people in an arena and it's just last man standing wins yeah and if you've ever heard of Fortnite, that's basically the yeah. premise of Fortnite, which is kind of a massive kind of game in that genre mm-hmm. absolutely um and even as I was sort of um, looking into this, like I was already aware of what esports was, but I kind of just wanted to like see maybe what some official website said. And it's interesting. There's an official British esports website. Oh wow! And I'll put the link on the blog version as well of this. If you head to wifesuk.co.uk forward slash youth updates and click on this episode, and you'll be able to find a link there. But they actually said on their website this: it says British esports aims to promote esports in the UK, increase its level of awareness, improve standards, and inspire future talent like this is like an official thing this is not just like a few people online having a bit of a this is like fun time together this is like this is moving forward you can study it can't you as well yeah so yeah basically they've partnered the british esports um do we call it organization to make an esports b-tech so like people get b-techs in performing arts or computer technology like now that there's going to be an esports one and they're also trying to host you know competitive video gaming competitions for those age 12 plus so that it would feature games like rocket league league of legends things like that um but yeah i think yeah if you've got young people in your life you know who are into gaming they're probably well aware Mm -hmm. of esports yeah and and something i'm massively into is um is formula one like watching actual formula one but i'm so aware that there's also along with that there is an esports like formula one league and like Mm. almost the um i'm pretty sure like the formula one teams are even like the teams themselves are involved with like choosing i'm pretty sure in some way they're kind of involved in choosing the people who like represent them so it's not just Mm. random people playing like f1 online it's like they're actually 
a Red Bull representative or like a Mercedes esports driver um so yeah i think that's really cool um but also just a bit of like random information for you there was uh there is such thing as well as the Fortnite world cup um which sounds yeah literally world cup um and in this is kind of how it relates to young people as well so in 2019 a 16 year old won it so this is like people not having to wait until they're they're older to be engaged with this like yeah Yeah. this is a 16 year old won it along with a whopping three million dollars like insane can you imagine having that kind of money at 16 and i've heard of other people having stuff like this as well i think because obviously like we're talking about esports and what it is but i think it's also a reminder that there's there's money in this and so i think sometimes you know young people will be like i want to be a gamer when i'm older yeah and i think sometimes it can be easy for grown-ups to interpret that as they just want to sit at home on game, games yeah. but actually there's stories of people say for example who've um on the game minecraft created their own custom worlds and then sold them for mm-hmm. big amounts of money mm-hmm. or you know there are competitions like this fortnite world cup there's loads of different yeah. things like this or people who get paid to stream, to stream as live well. yeah, stream yeah. them playing a game to an audience and i just think there's, there's people are making careers out of this stuff yeah yeah so so definitely something to be aware of um so then moving on to our third thing this is a hot topic um so we wanted to discuss for a couple of minutes how young people um where they're getting their news from really so young people Mm. will often get their news they won't they won't get home from school or or college and whack the tv on and whack on the six o'clock bbc news um, or 10 p.m if if you're feeling wild um actually they tend to get a lot of their news from social media Mm. um and a lot of this can be super truthful some of this as well you do have to wade through the fake news as well (laughs) yeah um so actually rather than kind of searching for news as well rather Mm. than reaching out for that putting on a tv program or reading a news article or whatever it comes to them on social media um but yeah because of that it's not always from uh trusted sources is it Mm. beth yeah i think that's it like sometimes i think you get your classic news outlets like in america cnn or over here like the guardian or bbc news and sometimes they will have their outlets on social media but a lot of the time it can often just be people giving their opinions on something mm. or something they heard from a friend who has family somewhere um, or it can be people reciting what they think they've heard but they've not really researched it or sometimes it's actually even people purposefully trying to push fake news mm. or create an agenda mm-hmm. and I think it's, it, it must be quite tricky I think for young people to figure out what is and isn't real news and I think with things like AI or like deep fakes where people are making fake videos. It's getting harder and harder, I think, to be able to try and find legitimate sources. And also when you're just scrolling on social media, like people aren't usually in the mindset where they're thinking, I now want to go research something and do a deep dive because you're just there to scroll. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, but then maybe you come across something and then you kind of end up down a, a rabbit hole of, of something a bit random yeah. or, uh, yeah. And obviously also there's like social media algorithms as mm-hmm. well. So what that means is kind of what you kind of start looking at and watching, especially in terms of video content, that social media will then 
generate and put a lot more in front of your face of that similar kind of Mm -hmm. stuff so what you see on social media can be really different to what someone else sees so Mm -hmm. actually different bits of news can also be put in front of your face um and in terms of social media as well like it can mean that some of the kind of some of the safety mechanisms and features aren't in place to protect them maybe from sensitive explicit violent images so social media um can have sensitive content warnings so instagram has that and it says this photo may contain graphic or violent images but actually these can be really quickly bypassed and you can still see the image if you literally just like tap the screen and say Mm. i want to see this anyway um and i think because of how massive the online world is as well we know how huge social media is um images and information and videos can be kind of like uploaded faster than they can be managed to to be taken down so like a graphic image or video or a picture of violence or or just misinformation or misinformation yeah might be uploaded by someone and then you know it kind of gets reported and it gets taken down by instagram for example but in the time taken to do that thousands of people will have will have downloaded that Mm -hmm. will have saved that and then posted it again elsewhere so actually it can be really difficult to kind of completely remove something Mm -hmm. from the internet once it's out there and kind of thinking about right now as well like you might come across especially on social media at the moment like images and videos of like actually from like war zones so yeah you know the the stuff out there at the moment like it might even show like dead bodies things like that really Mm -hmm. like explicit kind of violent stuff and thinking about obviously the situation in israel and, and gaza and palestine and um you know it's kind of the first war that's really playing out on social media mm. in front of people well i think it's developed hasn't it because i think when there was some stuff that came out from ukraine as well there was lots of like ukrainian young yeah, people definitely. who were posting from ukraine and so i think it's it's kind of picked up hasn't it of people mm. posting from in the middle of these conflicts yeah. sort of people watching videos like directly from the source of stuff but i yeah. just think there's just an onslaught of information online and i think it's so hard sometimes i think for young people to be able to navigate this to know what is true what's not what has been planted what's genuine um what is appropriate for them and i think sometimes you know there'll be news shared online where it doesn't really matter if it's that true or not you know when you hear things like man in indonesia swallowed by giant python but manages to escape by cutting Mm -hmm. it open like yeah and that like if that's not real it doesn't really matter yeah i think there are certain things going on around the world or going on in politics where actually it does matter a bit more if people have factual true information yeah sources yeah. that and it's good for people informed of. good for people to be informed but informed of of the right things but who decides mm. what are the right things and the true things and stuff like that on social media it can be yeah. really hard to differentiate and i think as well my last thing to point is as well is i think throw into that the fact that on social media whenever there's like two sides to something you're it's very much the impression is given that you have to be everything you have to be black or white 100 that there's no gray there's no complexities Mm -hmm. with a lot of debates whether it's like really um i can't think of the word light-hearted i'll just use whether it's things that don't really matter like pithy things or whether it's really serious things Mm. people are often made to feel like you have to pick a side or that yeah which i think then can make trying to gather your information from these sources 
even more like intense yeah because it's kind of like which side are you yeah and to and to not have a side is almost seen as unacceptable so you're like right okay well i I need to get informed then so then you go to social media to get informed and yeah but actually it's really difficult and quite often it Mm. isn't as black and white as that because things aren't in life um so i think yeah that's really difficult and i'm very much more of a gray person as well i really struggle to have the the black yeah. and white so I would have really struggled with this as a young person yeah. as well and it's it's something that goes through to adulthood as well I know and actually sorry this is definitely the last thing I run but I was just thinking is um often so on social media you'll get your people who are your beauty influencers your people who are into gaming people who do daily vlogs people who maybe review funny videos and I think what's interesting is that more and more if there's like some kind of big worldwide event um and this happened as well when all the stuff with George Floyd happened Mm. where people will flood the comment section and go what are your thoughts on this you've not said your thoughts on this and it's to people whose content isn't normally anything to do with that topic and they actually probably like have no expertise Mm. in that yeah but all of a sudden people are asking where do you stand on this what's the deal like yeah and you're seeing at the moment on lots of like celebrities um instagram and stuff if they post something people are like what do you think about the israel palestine conflict what what are your opinions on it like and their post was just about their breakfast or their dog or or their dog and it's like it's crazy and also like you sometimes see people as well on social media where it's people who are known for doing other things so i think you see this especially with like women doing makeup videos is they'll be doing a makeup video and then they'll be like reading out a news story or something i'm not sure Mm. if you've seen this or or saying their like their opinion on on something whilst they're like doing their makeup so some people have started kind of diverting into kind of combining their their channel which has traditionally been about doing makeup and like talking about something else at the same time sometimes it's like kind of true crime like um like cold cases and stuff like that i've seen that Um, but also in terms of like some some new stuff as well which is really interesting yeah and it, it just unpacks so much doesn't it because it's sort of you know if someone's in the public eye how how responsible should they be for weighing Mm. in on these things or how not responsible should they be and i think it's just interesting when we're thinking about youth work and young people of just the culture around this the atmosphere just how news and information is being spread it's so complex online (laughs) yeah and how do you try to not have that divisive space come into your youth group as well how do you Mm, kind of have a have a togetherness even if people have different opinions as well so i think that's something to think about good so (laughs) yeah loads to unpack and uh from that we're now going to segue into the into the silly part of our podcast (laughs) and we're going to do word of the month we are i think we just need a moment so if everyone would just like to breathe in with us and out (sighs) wonderful so we are going to move on to word of the month so shall i cat us in i think definitely i'm feeling a gentle word for the month yeah me too word of the month imagine if i just shouted it now please don't i won't do that okay one two three word of the month beautiful i didn't really enjoy that one so It went with the sad music from earlier. Mm, yeah, a little bit. Um, so done it, Billie Eilish style. <laughs> the word this time is menti b. What on earth does that mean, Beth? Please. So explain. it basically stands for a mental breakdown. Um, so a menti b is a mental breakdown. It has over sixty nine million views on the hashtag for this on TikTok. Wow, um, that's a lot. But in a classic young people Gen Z 
sort of way and we know alphas are coming up as well now gen alpha but um where serious things and trauma and that aren't taken seriously it's mm. not it's it's a it, way of it's a way of dealing with it well yeah and it's not used that seriously so someone mm-hmm. might have had a mental breakdown and refer to it as when i had my mentee b but also it's probably something like someone gets home and they don't know what they want for dinner and they're like mm. me having a mentee b over what to have for dinner okay yeah yeah so it is used to refer to like more serious stuff but it's it kind of makes light of it yeah. or it could be like five things to help you and you feel like you're gonna have a menti b okay, and what it means it. is like a really bad mental health day or a really bad mindset it doesn't literally mean an actual mental breakdown mm-hmm. that makes total sense um but i think it's quite typical i think of a lot of words yeah. now where words that mean something quite serious aren't necessarily used in as seriously as they actually are in their original terms yeah and a way a way to kind of like talk about it as well and yeah yeah nice so (laughs) if you hear that being used uh maybe check in with that young person but equally they might be uh kind of using it in a light-hearted way as well Mm -hmm. um so that has kind of brought us to the end of our time together at the end of this podcast The the end um so we'd love for you to follow us on social media we'd love for you to um yeah get in touch with us uh we'd love to hear from you as well follow us on spotify follow us on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts or apple yeah apple Podcasts. i feel like there's another one or the other one um (laughs) but we hope that you have a really great month and we will speak to you next time see ya